This is my next episode of Social Media for a New Age, the podcast. And who better for me to have than Sean Patrick, my publisher of That Guy's House. And we're going to have a chat about the publishing industry. And I mean, Sean, I just wanted to get you on and, and talk about what you're doing with That Guy's House and, and me share a little about why I signed with you. So tell, tell us, tell us about That Guy's House. Perfect, amazing, I adore you, and I'm so happy to um, be chatting with you. Mm. Um, awesome, so um, I run a publishing company called That Guy's House, which was born off the back of a Facebook page I ran called That Guy Who Loves the Universe, which I still run. And That Guy's House came about because I, like many other people who had a book in them, was um, really desperate to find a publisher. And I shopped the book around, I even had a literary agent, and even though it came close to signing a traditional publishing deal a few times, it never actually happened. But I still had this book in me that I really wanted to birth. And I knew I owed it more than just to put it out there as just an ebook or just an Amazon release. And I knew I owed my book more than that. So I did the paperwork, I did the legal stuff, I acquired the international standard book numbers, and I set up a publishing company. And it was all about me releasing my book and kind of giving it the release it deserved. And it was amazing. And um, it was literally a matter of weeks until I had other authors knocking at my door asking if they could publish under that guy's house. And mm -hmm. over the past 12 months, it's been just over a year. It's just been like an, a revolution for me. Into, and also my own look into the world of publishing and it's just been incredible to learn what I like to learn so much about publishing to actually see how there is a new way emerging for it. And I mean, that guy's house is very much a hybrid. So there's been loads yeah. of self publishing options for a while. And I mean, this is why I was so attracted to that guy's house because when I had the idea, well, you know, I just knew that I had a book in me that needed to be out there. You know, to a lot of us do, we want to be in service. Um, and getting a publishing deal can be quite stressful. I mean, I have all the experience that I've had over particularly the last five years working with the publishing industry. And although it would have been, you know, I could have tried harder to go down the traditional route, I decided not to. But then the self-publishing route was also quite daunting. And this yes. is when we then had a conversation. It was like a meeting in the middle. It was like having that support of a publisher, but also being self-published as well. Absolutely. And I have become a huge fan of the hybrid, which is what that guy's house is. Because if you are going to self-publish a book, there are a million and one things that you didn't even think about that you have to know. And things like ISBNs might be obvious. You know you have to go and acquire your own ISBNs. That always you know, makes my brain hurt. Perhaps, and even things like the interior edit of the book. It's not just like you finish a manuscript and it gets uploaded really prettily inside a book. It's how that's spaced and designed and formatted. It's not just about doing the front cover. There's also the whole interior design that has to happen. And then there's distribution, which has been the big thing that yes. has made my head hurt this year, but, but learn more about, which we'll make sure we definitely chat about later. So, so what, what a hybrid publisher essentially is, is it's all the benefits of a traditional publishing company in regards to how they will take your manuscript when it's done, do everything that needs to be done in order for that to be a sellable book worldwide and distribute it. Um, unlike a traditional publisher, you wouldn't be offered an advance with that guy's house or another hybrid publisher. But with that guy's house, 
um, all authors keep all their own royalties, which is a really big thing. And I'm actually not sure if that's the case with other hybrid publishers. There's even some percentage being taken. Right now with the authors I work with, because I said we're we're a year old, growing really well, but still a year old. And um, I'm allowing the authors to keep all their own royalties because they um, are... Well, it's their book. And I also am very trusting of the authors that come to me are kind of becoming part of this, that guy's house family, which is just starting. Yeah. So I would definitely recommend to people who, who want to publish a book, who might not be um, finding a traditional publisher, but look at hybrid publishers, because even though there may be fees up front, you'll get a much bigger percentage of your royalties and all the hard stuff will be taken care of for you. And one of the biggest things for me was accountability too. Yes. Like having, having a publishing deadline, knowing I needed to get it finished, knowing I'd made a commitment to it. Yes. You know, all of those things made such a huge part. I think if I was self-publishing, it'd be like, oh, I'm really busy this month. Oh, I've got this. Like I've told you, I just cleared yeah. the decks because I know we've got a March deadline so that I've yeah. got the writing next week because I want to get another 10,000 words written. Yes, and that is absolutely huge because... Um, Writing can be a lonely profession and it can be something you do on your own, especially if you're self-publishing and you don't, you don't really belong to a, to a house. You can just decide, oh, I'll do it in 2018. Oh, that's my 2019 project now. And, and that was the big thing because when, when I felt like I was the outsider looking in on a traditional publishing house or wanting a publishing deal, a big draw for me was, well, I belong to some sort of family of writers and editors, etc. Um, I'd have accountability because I'd have to get the book done. Mm-hmm. I'd have people give me feedback on the drafts and I'd belong to some kind of community. And that's exactly what I've gone ahead and created with that guy's house because every author has a monthly call with me. We also have monthly group calls. And of course, there's deadlines and editorials put in place where they have to have drafts done. So it is that exact experience of your book is now in motion. And actually, I tell, I tell so many authors to almost treat it as a, as a master's year, so to speak, because I say, if you're starting from scratch, you're probably going to be looking at 12 months in, in order, until your book's released. And I say, you know, treat it as a master's year and treat it as this is your study group and, you know, research your topic and write what you can and meet a deadline by the end of your December term and then aim to have something else done by Easter. And then you plan the release party, which is like your graduation. Mm-hmm. And it's just worked. And one thing I've come to learn is even authors that are coming to me with a finished book, they say, no, I still want to be part of the That Guy's House community and work on this book some more. Because otherwise, you spend so much time with this book on your own. And sometimes you kind of just do a release and it's an anticlimax for you because, you know, where's the family? Where's the huge, well done, you wrote a book. And that's another huge thing I've come to learn is Writing a book is no small feat either. No, it is not. Like, yeah, I was involved with authors all this time. And until I actually started writing, I am now yes. like all of the respect. I take oh. off every single hat I own and I doff it to yes. every person that has ever Oh written. my gosh. I mean, when I actually, like, being completely honest, I think my book was in the works for like five years. Yeah. And that's why, so with the That Guy's House contract, I'm not sure what it works with other hybrid publishers, but I gave every author <laughs> three years to do their book. Cool. And yeah, because I just feel like, one, I really believe that the author's authentic voice should come across in the book, and that can't always be done in a rush. It sometimes can, um, but just for 
take the pressure out of the energy around writing a book, there was three years there. Yeah. But that's another really um, important point I guess I want to make is another huge thing for me when it came to setting up that guy's house and publishing other authors' work is creating books that authentically represented an author's voice. And I don't know entirely how it works with some of the other publishing houses, as in the big, the big publishing houses. Yes. But there's definitely a lot of direction and editorial that goes on. And sometimes an author might feel that that's not exactly what I wanted to say, or I wouldn't necessarily say it that way. And sometimes their tone is changed for the book. And that might work for the mass market possibly. Yes, and I'm sure that's why the bigger publishers do that because they're looking at what's commercial because they're a business and I think when you're doing it this route it's although yes it's nice if it'll make money but it's you know I for me personally it's a passion project this will be out there doing its thing it's not about going and selling 10,000 units in the first quarter you know yeah but 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 here's the thing I mean, unless you're a big name, you're likely going to be doing a lot of the marketing and pushing of the book yourself anyway, whether you're with a big publishing house or you're hybrid publishing or self-publishing. And one thing that I can say for And that doesn't matter whether you're signed with HarperCollins or anybody. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Like if, if you're not like a name, so to speak, you'll be you'll be doing a lot of the marketing campaign yourself, if yeah. not all. And I can, and what I know for sure is, if you don't personally love your book and get behind it, that energy is not going to be there for you to push your book. And I'm actually, I'm just about to do a second edition of my book because I had an editor for my first book who did play a lot with my tone and a lot with my phrasing. And, and even when it came to, even now when people order my book on my website, the signed copy, I still hesitate a bit because I'm like, that's not the book I love. I like it a lot, but I want to love my book. And that's why I'm doing this second edition. And that's what I say to all my authors. I'm like, you're going to be pushing this book. You're going to be talking about this book. Because the average life for a nonfiction book is about two years. Yeah. So for the next two years, you're going to be with this book. So you need to... And I always say this as well when it comes to editorial. It's like, no one's buying a book because of how it flows on page 247. You know, they're buying a book because they love the idea and they're drawn to the author in some way. Yes. So you don't need to get so caught up in the hair pulling process of intense editorial. Yes. And also, because like I said, it will weaken your voice. You might not even like your finished product. Yeah. And with that, what I do on purpose is I work with academic editors because they will work on structure, flow, spelling, grammar. They'll say where something might have to have come first or if something's not said right but there's nobody pouring their own kind of personal opinion onto your book. It's much more of a clinical editorial process, but not in a bad way. Yeah. Because it's your yeah. yeah, and I really love that too. And this is the thing as well. Like, so we're talking about having our own voice and, and tone, and I'm just thinking of this kind of leap between social media and publishing. Mm-hmm. They're so intertwined because if you have got to build your platform yourself, and like you said, unless you're that name, and if you are that name, you're likely going to have a publisher at that yes. anyway. So if you're in the phase of your 
content creation, let's say, mm-hmm. that is at the point where you would self-publish or do a hybrid, then doing Absolutely. this way, it's all one and the same. Your social media platforms and your book, it's a branch. It's another, it's another platform is how I see a book. It's like a, a physical in-your-hand platform, but it's no different to what I'm doing on my Instagram feed or on my Facebook feed. Absolutely. And... I think publishing is going through the revolution that the internet went through, say, 10 years ago, where it changed from... So, for example, 10 years ago, you wanted to have an article published online. It was likely about finding a website who would even consider you as a writer and then having someone on their end who'd edit the message and it would be published. Whereas now with kind of free media, so to speak, with YouTube and Facebook, and um, you can put your message out there in your own way and it still reach millions of people. And that's the exact same thing publishing is going through right now where where at your fingertips there are the mechanics and distribution platforms in place. But your book will have the reach of a book that comes out with Penguin, HarperCollins, Random House. It it will have that. And it's actually about the people who are gonna go online, love you and But, and but this is why a publisher, if they're gonna sign you, they want you to have a decent platform first. Yeah. So Build a decent platform, yes, if you then feel a publisher is right for you, but don't let that stop you from putting a book into the world. Yeah, absolutely. And you want to know what? For a lot of people, a traditional publisher is that complete right route to go down. Yeah. Yeah, Because actually then a book is more of maybe an artistic project than than a business project, so to speak, because it might be the love of the writing and getting the advance and that is just, that that would be so sad. But if you're someone who's kind of on the ground of your own business, having a hybrid book or a self-published book really actually is, for one, financially, it might even benefit you more. And I think, and that's a point to make. And I can't speak to every publishing contract in the world, but from what I understand is the way a book advance works, and that's what many people see when it goes to do with digital publisher completely valid because they get a publishing advance it's actually paid in most cases um in three installments first upon signing the book second upon a finished manuscript and third upon the release of the book and sometimes it can be spread over 12 18 months so really your advance is not a it's not like you just get a huge chunk of money and it's like you know i used to work in the music industry i worked in the a and r department which would sign the artists and do the advances and you know and like i know from that period and also my period working in publishing you know they're not a huge amount of money particularly again when you're on the the lower end or you're just starting out so you have to weigh up like do i just want to get this into the world is that advance really worth me waiting or actually what you could do is put the book into the world yourself show that you can make sales and then license it to a traditional publisher absolutely and likely then you're going to be able to negotiate negotiate yourself a really good deal yeah yeah i think that's what's important as well i was um this year i went to the london book fair it was a fantastic event and there was actually a whole class on author contracts and there was so many things i had found bizarre and this was obviously coming from authors who'd gone down the traditional publishing route who actually were now more leaning towards a different avenue because some of the clauses that they'd signed in the past included things like signing the rights away to my book for my lifetime plus 70 years that was something that authors had signed. And the reason why 
that was a problem was because if your publisher decides, well, this book's out of print, we've seen that before, that book's out of print. Um, yeah. There's nothing to really do about it. Whereas if you own your own rights to your book, you can, the least you can do is have it as an ebook, and it could be bringing in a couple hundred pounds a month or at least reaching people. Yeah. Unfortunately, so the book can go out of print. Another thing is in regards to royalties of your book, like I said, self-publishing or hybrid publishing, you're going to be receiving over 50% of royalties, which is, now that's an unheard of figure, and I think it always will be traditionally. Yeah. Because it takes a cut, like the agent takes a cut, then the bookstore takes a cut. And I think some, and I know this is from the authors I've spoke to, some authors are signing deals with, with as little as 7% of royalties. So 70% on... Of like a 10 quid book. book. And you yeah, think I'm about the amount of time you spend writing the book. And I like weigh up my hourly rate for what I get for consulting yeah. and coaching to the hours that I'm spending writing this book, knowing that this book is unlikely to make me a lot of money you know I just don't think books but it's what it can do in the rest you know it's the kudos of having written a book it's that having that piece of work that you can offer that you can also then share about on your platform I mean absolutely I mean to speak to what you said I'd say don't underestimate actually how far your book will go and how well I it love can that. Do. cool because yeah because similar to what, what we're saying about online the same way something can go viral or all of a sudden get, yeah. you know, a couple thousand shares. I enjoy having no expectation, though, in the yeah. most lovely uh, oh, yeah. of the world. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And like is I said, and you got it done in, Yeah, this is a being done in passion and in service. And it will do what it wants to do in the world. And in that, I trust. Yeah. Absolutely. And I just know, going back to the London Book Fair, I was sat at another class, which was about the Indian book market. And I was like... I'd love for my book to be available in India. So I get on my laptop, start Googling, and it already was. Oh. And that's like a book, a book will spread as quickly as something online can spread. So tell, tell me, sorry, yeah. Yeah, I say, and your book will be available everywhere. So you tell, so that leads me perfectly. Yeah. Tell me about distribution. <laughs> okay, amazing. So when it comes to self-publishing, yeah. there are two major distributors you can go with and they unfortunately don't really speak to each other because one is Ingram Spark, which is more of the bookstore distributor. And of course the other is the big mecca of Amazon, which is the main place to go online for books. So both of these have platforms where your books can be distributed through. And if you do it through Amazon, of course your book will be available worldwide through Amazon. Um, it even feeds into the likes of Barnes and Noble, Waterstones, etc., or whatever local, whatever your book supplier is in your country. However, with it being an Amazon release, anybody from Amazon will be able to get their hands on your book really easily, prime next day delivery. However, if they walked into a bookstore and asked for your book, Amazon, of course, don't make it easy for that book to get to the bookstore or even be on the shelves because, of yep. course, they want the cost. Amazon. Vice versa with Ingram Spark, your book is readily available for the bookstores because they are the, the distributor to bookstores. Someone can walk into a bookstore, ask for your book. It might already be in stock or they can have it with them next day. But Amazon will do a very limited print run of that book because they prefer yeah. it to be coming through Amazon. So with that guy's house, I do what I, I've coined the phrase, I just call it double distribution, where I really have a version of the book available at both ends. Yeah. So 
version of your book available for Amazon so anyone can get it next day delivery on Prime. Mm-hmm. And there is a version available for, for the bookstore so anybody can walk into a bookstore and have the book the next day, if not it already be there. So okay. that's really important. And um, actually a really good point to make is every author that comes to me wants to know if their book's going to be in bookstores. And um, it absolutely can be. And that's another thing when it comes to the choosing to self-publish. It's very unlikely your book will get into a bookstore, if not completely null and void, if you're just self-publishing as an individual. But coming under a publishing house, hybrid or traditional, even your own, is likely to get the book in bookstores because they look at what, they look at what the publishing houses are bringing out to what they're going to order in. So yeah. your book can absolutely be in bookstores through a hybrid. However, the chances are just the same as coming out through a traditional publisher. Yeah. Whereas the bookstore yeah. supplies books they think are going to sell. Yeah. So they're unlikely as to order in a couple thousand copies at every branch of a new author. Once yeah. again, going back to, you know, are you the name? Yeah. But if they book is making a ripple online or that book's number one in a certain category online, they will likely order it in. Secondly is, like I said, someone goes into the bookstore and asks for your book. Do you have social media for a new age by Katie Brockhurst? Shout out here. <laughs> and that's, no, 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 but we, we can have it in tomorrow. They are mm. likely just going to order in that one copy. They'll likely then get a few copies for their shelves. So getting your book in bookstores, one is not that important because over 70% of book sales come through online. Yeah. However, it's nice to know that you sort of can go to a bookstore and get your book. Yeah. I completely understand that. And it also leads to there's most of this 30% of sales there being left on the table otherwise. Um, but yeah, your book can absolutely, absolutely be in bookstores and, um, yeah, don't rely on that too much. It's not that important, but it, it's also not guaranteed with a traditional publisher. Yeah, the, but, but this yeah. is publishing for a new age anyway. Uh, anyway, yeah, absolutely. And one thing I'm concerned about is, you know, can someone get hold of your book yeah. quickly? Yeah, why we do this? And if you're, if you're, you know, your community that you've created online want to be able to get it in a bookstore, then you you get a little campaign to get them going into books to ask for it. <laughs> Okay, absolutely, and I actually had a really um, four independent my, authors. Boop, boop. Four independent, and you want to know what? And this is what's really awesome. Like as an independent author, like your book then is something that you own, you love, you can change. Like I said, I made the decision last summer. I was like, I'm going to do a second edition of my book, and there was no hoops I had to jump through or no one's approval I had to get to do that. I was going to do a second yeah. edition. There's the ISBN. Here's the updated cover, and and it's going to be then a worldwide I- release. Yeah, and it really is such an individual choice. Like we said before, some of some people, it's going to be totally right to go down the traditional publisher route. And I know how much it means to people to get a publishing deal with Hay House. Like it was for you, you know, you were that was something you really wanted at the time. And it's what a lot of people want and aspire to. And that is a wonderful thing to aspire to. But it's also great to know that there are other options which then open up things later on down the line. It's, it's the, for me, it was that I didn't want to be stopped creatively, particularly in my topic. Like social media is moving so fast. Like to wait to try to get an agent to do this, to do that. It was just too far in the future. Like I needed to start typing there yes. and then. <laughs> 
Gosh, yeah, I, I, and I think everything's that. moving quicker, right? Everything is moving quicker, and and that's another reason why I feel self-publishing is having you know its day, so to speak. Yeah, because you can put your content together and have it out into the world in the next couple of days if you want it. Yeah. One thing that I still absolutely stand for, and it, like I said, it goes back to like my aspiration back in the day of wanting a traditional publisher yeah. is I knew that would assure a quality book. Yeah. And I, that's really important. One thing you can definitely know if you're going with a traditional publisher is you're going to have a quality book in content and in presentation in regards to its cover, its design. Yeah. And that thing I'm really passionate about as well, because I also believe you can go to Amazon or you can walk into a bookstore or be at an event and you can spot a poorly self-published book a mile away. And it's like, you just know, like there's just certain things that have been done, which are yeah. known. And I can hold my hands up and say, cover artwork is quite a giveaway. Cover artwork is huge. And I even, it's like, I, I know for, for me in my first edition of my book, one, one thing I'm not happy with is the spacing of the font in, in yeah. the actual text. Something so small, and maybe the maybe the everyday consumer doesn't even notice that. But I know I'm like that would have not happened at a traditional publishing company. Also, hence the second edition of my book now, where it's gonna. I want the interior to be a lot more beautiful. Yeah, and that's the thing that's important. Where, especially where this age comes now, or anyone can have a book. It's also actually saying the downside of that is anyone can release a pile of crap. Yeah. yeah, and another reason why I'd say go through a hybrid. But hello, social media. <laughs> well, that's yes, true. Same. Someone yeah. can say something beautiful, someone can say something absolute crap. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's one thing that another reason I think authors are drawn to um, hybrid publishers and the authors I'm working with at that guy's house is there are the other people there to take care of them things you don't know, such yeah. as cover graphic designers, interior designers, um, exactly, and I think that's just really important. And you are right; Co cover art is 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 a big huge. Yeah, yeah, absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. Have you oh got any kind of last bits of advice for all the budding authors out? Um, there? I absolutely do, and I guess it's somewhat tied to what we've been talking about, and somewhat um, distant, but especially in I guess the wellness self help industry that we're both in. Yeah, I think um, an emerging thing right now is for authors, I guess, to just share where they are more and to be more authentic. And authentic's become a bit of an overused word, but we all know yes. what Yes. Whereas, yeah, whereas I just feel like the kind of era of a glossy um, author who is going to teach someone how to have their life all together seems to be a little bit over. Yes. And what say is it's people that are really approaching the reader where they are with um you know this is where i am this is where you are and here's yes. the conversation yes seems to be huge so i would say for anyone writing a book or wanting to write a book um and don't fall into the old school model of pretending to be the huge expert which on your topic you can be but as a person stay human yes and that's a really important thing I encourage all the writers to say is you can be an expert on your topic but still be a human for the for the reader because that's really what's transpiring right now and I again I will second that for social media same thing we're over glossy oh 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 someone's just started drilling in the background 
I think that wraps us up. But yeah. <laughs> well, don't be over glossy is what we're wrapping up with. Someone's drilling in the background. <laughs> That's oh, real man. life, people. That's real life. That is real life. Well, I'm glad it was you because I'm I'm work I'm at home today and I was like, oh, surely during this someone's gonna knock on the door with a pot. I know that's never happened yeah. so close before. <laughs> oh well, I'm glad and thank you so much. I love you so much. I'm so glad to be working with you. Ah, oh, I love you so much. I adore working with you, and thank you for having me. Hey everyone, it's me again. Just wanted to drop the information at the end of the podcast on how you can get in touch with me, uh, how you can support my work further. So you can find me katiebrockhurst.com or socialmediaangel.love. And you can also support my work through my Patreon page. Patreon is a platform for content creators to receive back for the content that they're creating for their communities. And my page is patreon.com forward slash social media angel. And you can like donate a dollar or you can sign up for a tier where you can get a group uh, webinar with me every month or get a copy of the book when it's ready. I really love and value your support. Thank you so much. Take care. Lots of love. Bye.